0: It's hard to believe, but next month, my son is turning 16 years old, and he will be attempting to get his driver's license. (laughs) He's going to go to the DMV, not with uh, an overabundance of confidence. I'm going to try to keep him humble as he goes into it, and and confident in his skills that he's developed from amazing parents who are highly skilled drivers. (laughs) Uh, it is night and day learning to drive from my wife and me. It's, it's funny to watch him drive different based on who's in the passenger seat. He'll go next week and he'll get his driver's license or next month, excuse me. But it wasn't too long ago, at least it doesn't seem that way, but it was 11, ago, 11 years ago this summer that I taught my son how to ride his bike. Living in Oregon City, I remember him wanting to Aggressively tackle riding his bike without training wheels. And so I obliged, I went out to the garage and I got a wrench and took the training wheels off of his bike and there in front of our house over and over and over again, Caden with his helmet on and his little tiny five-year-old frame with his little tiny bike would brave the opportunity and he would get settled in And I would, with my right hand, hold on to the back of his bicycle seat. And with my left hand, I would start out by holding the left handlebar as he got onto his bike. And I would begin to run alongside of his bike as he made his way down the street. We would go faster and faster and what I did was, I gradually let go of the handlebars and I would still run alongside him. I would slide my hand from the bottom of the seat up to his, the small of his back and I would run alongside of him, encouraging him, helping him. If he started to wobble, I would reach up and grab the handlebar to help straighten it out. And eventually, little did he know that I removed my hand from the small of his back, but I still ran alongside of him as he grew in skill, in abilities, and in confidence. And I will never forget the look on his face. The first time we're running down the streets and my hand goes from the bottom of his bicycle seat to the small of his back to letting go, to running alongside of him. And it didn't take too long for him to realize that I wasn't running alongside of him anymore. And he circled our cul-de-sac in victory. The look on his face was sheer joy. He had accomplished something he'd worked really hard for. As a byproduct of him learning to ride his bike Anytime A neighbor would walk by Or a family member would come for a visit Or one of our students from our college ministry Would come over Inevitably Caden would meet them at the front door Pending good weather and an organ It's usually not And daylight Caden would run to the front door And he would say I learned how to ride my bike Do you want to see? And he was excited to show everybody what he was able to to learn and to accomplish. And so there, I would help him get back situated on his bike. And I would help him get started and would run alongside him. And he would ride his bike and he would come back excited with joy and enthusiasm to share what he had learned with those who would watch and who would be excited for him. That's a small sampling of what we're going to investigate today as we continue along in our series. It's in the evidence. On the heels of an entire word-for-word study through the book of Galatians, we felt it fitting to hang on to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, where Paul introduces nine different characteristics of the singular fruit of the Spirit, and we're going to read about those here again today. Paul's writing this regional church in the region of Galatia that are dealing with religion in opposition to a relationship with Jesus. Religion offers 613 rules and regulations along with augmented areas of worship and sacrifice and different things that go into the religious practices where Jesus comes along and he introduces a right relationship with him and it changes everything. Old covenant to new covenant, conditional covenant to unconditional covenant, the law to freedom in Christ. The Apostle Paul offers this DNA sampling of the characteristics of a follower of Jesus. We're going to read about that right now in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. So let me encourage you to grab your Bible and open with me, follow along with me if you will. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. On the heels of life in the flesh, on the heels of the the sin in our lives, the things that we choose and the byproducts of those, he says, but, verse 22. Characteristics of a follower of Jesus. But the Holy Spirit, this isn't something that is contrived or thought up or, or made up by man. It is only available through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit running alongside of us as we learn to ride the bikes of our lives. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And today we're going to focus on goodness goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. When you study this word goodness, it is in direct relationship to what Pastor Cody addressed last week, which was the kindness or the favor of Christ in our lives.